0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. As you can tell, this beautiful effeminate voice is not that of Mike Falzone's beautiful effeminate voice.
0: Hi. It's a
1: different. Can you try to do a Mike Falzone impression?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was your Mike Falzone no, shirt? Here's,
0: here's my thing with impressions is I need, you can't just put me on the spot. I have to like look at a clip really fast just to remember.
1: Although I was very impressed with your, who was the impression you did in front of your entire family?
0: Holly <laughs> Hunter. Yeah.
1: Were you like, oh God, why do I have to do this? What? Did you th- When they were like, do it, do it, Bree.
0: Yeah. I hate being put on the spot yeah. like that. And that, and it's not something that I'm super comfortable with because I just realized, like, a mere month, mere month ago, I suppose, uh-huh. that I could even do it.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. So it's a brand new <laughs> I'm thing.
0: not super confident in it yet,
1: you know? Let me make every sound in the world. Okay, so you guys probably already know, uh, today on Dynamic Banter, my co-host is Mm. brie esrig
0: hi hi brie thank you for having me and for assuming that our banter was dynamic enough
1: (laughs) you're right i wouldn't put someone on this show if if our dynamic weren't well or good good (laughs) if our (laughs) if our dynamic weren't well
0: yeah i like weren't well
1: if our dynamic was sick would you um,
0: take care of our dynamic if it were sick? <laughs> like how would you or would you just be like, I would do my best. Okay, yeah. Honey, I have to go to work. But, you know, here's a thermometer. I'm going to stick it under your tongue. And but mama's got to get to work. So just stay in bed all day. <laughs> or are you like, a, I'm going to stay with you and I'm going to hold you because this dynamic. Well, is worth
1: everything. You're asking me two pretty heavy questions.
0: What, what do you mean? You're
1: asking me first. How important is it to me? To be able to have a good dynamic with a lover or friend, mm-hmm. and you're asking me how, what kind of person am I when it comes to trying to take care of a sick person?
0: You're absolutely right. This is loaded. This <laughs> it's is all It's very test, heavy. Yeah. So choose carefully. Well, I can
1: answer both of them for you. Please. Uh, the first one is is I think in a lover and a friend dynamic is very important to me. Just like in anything else, dynamic is important to where I work, who I collaborate with. I For too long in my life have I worked with people who necessarily don't have the same sense of humor or point of view or anything that I have, and uh, it's difficult. Yeah. But if you're a good person and you have empathy... And you understand the human condition a little bit, then you're able to like make it work anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what like being in a team is really like. When you work as a team, you're understanding that everybody's different, and you try to make it work as yeah. best as possible. Um, so the people above us, yeah, are like building thirteen decks at the same time. They're like, building
0: thirteen. It sounds dicks? like they're.
1: It sounds like they're building dicks. Right. No, they're. It sounds like they're building decks. You know how, like, when someone's yeah. building a deck, they're building nine of them at the same time. Up there.
0: I understand. Uh, so, okay, so back to people who are empathetic. Do you? Is it like? A, do you have a sex list style of like? Do you keep a list of people that you encounter that really touch you emotionally?
1: I think I have a, I think I have a mental version of this list. Okay. It's not necessarily anything that I even acknowledge, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think. I I in my head have of a, of a short list of people that I feel like either really get me, or I know are very like minded.
0: Yeah,
1: and I do have that, but I don't I don't often think about what it is, and I don't think about I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I just know there are people in my life that like know me pretty well and get me, and I can have a great time with. Yeah. Like, but I don't necessarily like do anything about it other than keep them in my life as for as long as possible. Right. But um, as far as what kind of person I am when someone's sick, <laughs> my mom, bless her sweetheart, she's the sweetest woman on this planet and not yeah. j- just because I'm saying that she's my mom and I love my mom very much.
0: the kindest. She's just, The most yeah, lovely human. She
1: is. Yeah. I, I, she is absolutely the most kind person I've ever met in my life. And she takes everyone in as if they were her own child. And
0: that's how you are.
1: It is how I am. I'm very welcoming of people. You and I are. learned that from my mom. And my mom taught me to be nice to everybody and give everyone a million chances and love them and find the love in them and dig it out and take as long as you can to get to that love and find it and, and just spread it around. But um, my mom is also a very like she's one of those she's one of those people who. um wants to just like if you're not okay, she wants to do everything in her power to make you okay. And and to a fault sometimes. And and I'm sure you understand that that could be like annoying and awful sometimes.
0: That was my mom too.
1: Right? And I can understand how that can be like a resentful thing.
0: Well, yeah, I called her my smother.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's like nobody knows how to be a parent probably, and like imagine having a kid you love so much yeah. Like and some people want to just take care of that thing and do everything they can to keep that thing happy and alive. And yeah. and some people work too hard to make that happen and don't understand that all all you really need to do is give them equal parts space and love.
0: Totally.
1: Yeah, and I think some people don't have that.
0: Right. Like my mom. <laughs> like my mom. <laughs> yeah. My mom's my mom idea of love. Have it. Was standing outside of my door when I was in high school and listening to all of my conversations and picking up the phone and listening to all my conversations, opening up my mail and throwing it in the trash because she didn't like the person who was writing to me. That's bad. So, She would throw
1: away things if she didn't think you should read it or something?
0: Yeah. uh, That were meant for you? I met a boy on an airplane once and... We said we were going to be pen pals. Was he the
1: one that got away?
0: Absolutely not. Not even <laughs> a little. Like this wasn't a romantic Is there thing. a
1: one who got away? No. <laughs> not even that stripper you keep talking about? Oh, Charlie. Was she the one that got she away? She was the one that got away. Do you think everyone has a one that got away?
0: Uh, if they've been to a strip club, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think so. I kind of
1: have a one that got away, but only at for a time. Ton- like I feel like, there was a perfect time in my life where, like, I probably would have been very happy with that person. Yeah. And then, like, as I got older, they were still the person that kind of got away. Mm-hmm. And then they became like a ter like terrible thing. Like they had kids and they lived this terrible family life, and like they're doing their own thing you now. You mean
0: wonderful life for themselves? Like yeah, the life they right. always. I guess you're <laughs> imagined right. It's like, wanted. but
1: it's like a matrix life. I feel like. It's, it's the life like,
0: that you never wanted for them. It's a
1: life. It's, yeah, or, like, I don't know. I just, I'm a very unconventional person, I feel like, in a lot of ways. And I feel like the nuclear family idea of, like, living in a house with a picket fence and... It's fucking gross. It's just not, not ideal for me. Yeah. I don't want to just have, like someone at home all the time and they're waiting for me and right so i ended up realizing they weren't the one that got away because that's what they wanted and you don't want
0: to be with someone that wants that yeah and there's too many
1: people that want that Mm.
0: there are so (laughs) many people that don't want that i
1: guess you're right yeah i think you'll be fine i think i'll be fine too yeah. And I think, I think, we'll I think one fine. day
0: you'll meet someone that you really love and are in love with and we'll stay with them. Oh,
1: when's that going to happen, I don't know, though? I know, man. It's killing me, Brie. I know. Bri.
0: I, know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to do the dumb, are we in a relationship? Are we not in a relationship thing? And I'm just going to say it. We are dating. Wow. You and I are together. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah, we are. It's a fun bit, but like. I don't, yeah. I, I feel like it's just, you know, whatever. We're dating. It's fine. So this is the end. We're this going. to the <laughs> end of the bit. Are we really
0: revealing everything? I, yeah, why not? Who cares? All right. I, I mean, I don't care because I love you a lot.
1: Aww. I am in love with you. And... <sighs> this is a different podcast <laughs> from what Mike and I do. <laughs> I know. We do tell each other we love each other a no, lot. You though. guys
0: have a love unlike our love, though. It oh, goes yeah. beyond. Oh, yeah. Your love goes beyond our love.
1: Yeah um my love with Mike. Oh
0: no no actually you know what your love with Owen is oh that's an un- unbreakable so sh- it's love. unbreakable I have that with my best friend Chelsea she is my wife Owen is your husband pretty much it's just the way it is yeah I've accepted that and and you know do you, you have th- to accept the fact that Chelsea and I have had sex before <laughs> do you think
1: you could live with Chelsea <laughs>
0: no I would kill her I Hmm. I really honestly my dream is to live alone
1: (laughs) I have a fear that like I've ruined Owen I've ruined Owen's perspective of our friendship by forcing him to be my roommate I mean I guess I didn't force him to be my roommate but I was very much like hey I'm gonna need a roommate for sure and I think because you're my best friend this will work and this could be great and he lived with uh, one of our good friends for a long time, mm-hmm. and it like ruined it. It ruined their friendship, yeah, basically. Yeah,
0: that usually happens. Which
1: it does happen, but Owen and I have now lived together for almost a year.
0: You guys are pretty strong.
1: I th- And we've, we, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think we could, I think there's nothing that could really break our friendship. I feel like there's nothing that could actually break our friendship. yeah. That's are, great, but like you know,
0: I feel the same way about Chelsea, and yeah. I and I like my roommate a lot too.
1: But I'm just worried, Owen's like, I mean, obviously he's already said he misses living alone, but I'm worried that like he's just like not into this situation and can't wait to get out.
0: So then he he gets out, and you guys are stronger friends after. Yeah, I guess you you're know right. what I mean. Like I the, right. nothing's going to change except you won't see each other at, at all mm. hours of the day. Mm. That's fine.
1: Which still works because I'm hardly ever home anyway.
0: Yeah, and he's always home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He kind of is always home. That's okay. Um, Or he's up on
0: the roof smoking cigarettes. Up on
1: the roof. Uh, Tell me about your mom more. Oh, you want to know more? (laughs) I want to hear about Airplane Boy.
0: Oh, oh, no, okay. So Airplane Boy was literally just this kid I met on an airplane who was in the military, and he was just like traveling to a base or something. Mm -hmm. And we just had an interesting conversation. There was no romantic talk. Uh, I didn't even feel any spark with him at all. It was was a total friendship thing. I was very fascinated about what it was like to be in the military. And I just wanted to hear more about it. And so we agreed to be pen pals. Really nothing more than that. But my mom saw the boy on the plane because she was on the plane as well. We were in different seats. And she made it very clear to me that I was not allowed to even – associate with this boy she
1: just didn't like his appearance she didn't like
0: his appearance
1: what did he what was he like I don't want (laughs) to oh you don't want to say it I don't know I I mean he just did he look like a type yes and to your mom that was not the type she wanted for you yeah so and do you feel even that annoyance of her like paying more attention than she should have from where she was sitting a
0: thousand percent
1: was she like full-on aware of what was going on without you even mentioning it to her yeah yeah, that's a little much.
0: Meanwhile, my sister also met a guy on the plane, and she was being shady as fuck with that guy on the plane. <laughs> but no, we're going to focus you know, on Brianna, because I was a bad, rebellious kid, well, but and not I got only into that. a lot of trouble, and so all attention was on me, and my sister got away with everything.
1: But also because you had that thing, which everybody, unfortunately, in the world, or at least the whoever was an older sister or older or older brother gets, which is the older sister older brother thing which is there you're the one that they that like gets every bit of grief from and you're the one that assumes all responsibility for your younger sibling
0: yes. and you're
1: the one that does everything wrong and the sibling is the one that gets everything and is treated like gold i don't know why it is i don't know why it is but that's the way it is like because, i'm because the younger you one
0: test test it out with the first one you yeah you have to as soon as the first one comes out of the oven, you got to make sure it doesn't fall flat. That fucking souffle has to be perfect. Yeah. Exactly what you had imagined you would cook up. So you're
1: held to a standard that is, could never be compromised. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that like, it's so unfortunate.
0: It is. But, and I think parents put that pressure on any child no matter, if no matter the order that they came out in the way where it's like, you expect your child to be just the way you want it and you don't know any any different so it's like when a child has mental illness let's say like a lot of anxiety i'm talking about for example (laughs) yeah uh it's so easy to just be like hey this is you're not the type of kid i wanted you to have like you need to chill out that's not how my child should be acting
1: and it must be frustrating for both people because on the one hand the parent wants the kid to not have that obviously Mm -hmm. but they're wanting it in a in an aggressive inappropriate way
0: totally and, and by the way yeah. thanks for um this free therapy session oh you're very welcome now i don't have to go in <laughs> to see my lady
1: i'm gonna bill you with kisses okay all right
0: oh, okay we're still talking now about we relationship ba- no, okay now
1: we're just like every other episode like we before oh. we were getting too off from what dynamic banter is and now that we're talking about kissing each other now we're back to what dynamic banter usually is yeah but
0: it's different this time because you mean it
1: i well mike and i do kiss each oh, other a lot
0: yeah steve how many times i tell you you can kiss any girl you want but if you if I see you kissing a boy
1: (laughs) I will lose my shit it's funny that you say that because it's the only thing that almost happens to me like what I don't have the problem where like girls will want to just kiss me out of nowhere but I have the problem where guys want to kiss me a lot
0: you are very kissable well
1: there it is but why from guys more than girls
0: uh maybe girls are afraid girls are afraid they're afraid yeah you're an intense person, but i'm not not in a bad way, yeah, not in an aggressive way, just in a like you're very you can be intimidating and you can be a lot for people
1: i hate I would hate I don't like being intimidating,
0: neither do I, and yet people think I'm such a bitch before they meet me,
1: yeah, but I think that's the girl thing, right,
0: yeah, but if you're a confident guy who's very outspoken. Mm. That's intimidating.
1: I do my best to be as comforting as possible. I do my best to like make people feel as comfortable comfortable as possible around me.
0: You do. And you're the type of person that knows every single person. Like you,
1: everyone at a party. I can play to parts. Yeah, for sure. Everyone
0: at a party, if you're not there, will ask for you. Like ask where you are. (laughs) And be like, where's Steve? Oh my God, I love Steve so much. You're that type of person. I love that. Yeah,
1: I'm okay with that. Good,
0: you should be. It feels good. Yeah, you should be. I wish I could be more like it, like that. But unfortunately, parties. It, my my number one party trick is having a panic attack.
1: That's all I bring <laughs> and to for the my table. next trick. I'm gonna go outside and be alone.
0: It's after two hours. After the two hour mark of being out in public, I start to feel it, and it's and I hate it. I don't ever want to do. It it. Bums I want me out. all I ever want to do is have fun. Yeah. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be anxious. Yeah. Who wants that?
1: I mean, there was a time for me, too, where I was having very bad anxiety problems, and it was like my first VidCon ever. Ooh. And I was like debating not even going, and it was like, it was my first VidCon. It was my first time with Source. I was just, I just started with SourceFed pretty much mm-hmm. ish. And, um, oh, I don't like that sound. I think it's the phones doing it. There it goes. Um, and uh, I was just a nervous wreck. And I remember Joe, who always took such good care of me and was always like yeah, a great. kisses
0: you so nice. <laughs>
1: Joe also kisses me a lot. Um, well, Joe and I kiss each other. Joe is one of the people that, know, one of the passion. few guys that I will kiss for sure. And I, and and mean, I mean it. it. I well, not in, in like a this is funny no,
0: way. No, it's okay. I don't mind sharing you, It's Steve. jokes. The thing is, Steve, you're, I get it. Everyone wants a little piece of you. (laughs) And I'm not jealous. In fact, I am honored that I get to be your main piece. Yeah,
1: you're the main piece. I'm the main
0: squeeze. I'm okay with that. Yeah.
1: If people want like a little piece... They can have a little piece, yeah. but you get the whole cake. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Plus it's your body and I have no vacancy over your body. So you That's do true. you. That's true. But you
1: do rent it out.
0: I do. I, do, I am renting it out and <laughs> you I are renting out putting that putting body, down girl. Fat <laughs> stacks for that body baby.
1: Everyone's barfing right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's barfing onto their steering wheels and computer desks.
0: You know what, since we're being honest, should we just say how long we have been I was going to mention it. a bit Yeah. We've we'll been together for almost two years and a couple months. Yeah,
1: like April or something. Yeah, two years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Easy, U timeliners right now are going nuts. Yeah. They're like, here we go, pin pin in the two year mark mm-hmm. in April. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, it's fun. It's awesome. We're different. We're very different, but we're also very much the same. We both have kind of similar. We have similar
0: beliefs and values. Yeah, which is so important. But we are very different. Which is, is, I've been wanting to ask you a very serious question. Right here on this podcast? Right here on this podcast.
1: All right, go for it. Yes, I do own the thing on Blu-ray.
0: Well, that, but also...
1: Yes, there is a piano in this apartment.
0: Well, that, but also...
1: Yes, there's popsicles.
0: If I wear a Gremlins t-shirt, is that cultural appropriation? (laughs)
1: If you wear a Gremlins t-shirt, because Gremlins Another is culture a culture.
0: is a thing, and I don't want to appropriate your culture.
1: Well, I'm glad that you are being respectful of my culture.
0: Here's the thing about that is like, that's the same thing. Accusing someone of being a fake nerd is the same thing as calling someone out for cultural appropriation, if you think about it. Because it's like, that's my thing, and you're taking it, and you're claiming it as your own. Isn't that kind of the same basis? I
1: feel like there are definitely similarities, but... Oh, no,
0: one's so different. No, one, I don't know, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I had to explain that
1: Oh, my God. Oh my God! I know we were going down a weird road.
0: That's just because I smoked a little weed, Steve. Oh, is you that why, Brie? Is that
1: why? Well,
0: you know, I start to get philosophical when I smoke weed. That's like true. everybody, you can get
1: philosophical about how a culture, nerd, nerd culture, nerd is culture, is a thing culture now. and the and the culture of of being Hispanic are oh, exactly that, the same. Yeah,
0: they're exactly <laughs> the <same. laughs> no. But nerd culture is such a thing now.
1: But how do we make nerd culture? exactly the same as being a hispanic person
0: you, are you asking me how like let's do it how
1: would you do that yeah
0: i would just equate it to the fact that they both get like people who are fanatics about something mm-hmm. they get very protective of that thing and mm-hmm. they don't like intruders to mm-hmm. come in mm-hmm. and like claim their turf or well, i their think that's thing. a
1: general thing you're saying but i understand
0: but but it does apply. I mean, it does apply. It's the same thing of, of cultural. You're like, someone's like, I made this cool. Me and my people made this cool. And you guys are oppressing us by bullying us, mm-hmm. which nerds, you know, were, have been bullied mm-hmm. for decades. Yeah. Okay. And so it's sort of similar. The construct is similar, but they're obviously yes, super different. very different. different. Yeah. Because
1: um, one of them is like based on a people's. One is an, an entire oppression society of people
0: of people, yeah.
1: And the other is a uh, a residual effect of art created by people.
0: Yeah, but but I mean, you could argue that art, and, col- art and culture are synonymous. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. I wonder, like th- this is gonna go into very potential ignorant territory. Th-
0: that's I'm just as because ignorant. I'm
1: not a historian and I don't know much about culture in There's general. There's no judgment
0: here. But you know me, um, you we're know in I don't. Zone. Know. This is a this is a safe space a safe to space. be stupid as fuck. Oh
1: yeah, Mike and I are really good at that.
0: Oh me too. You know me too. You know I don't know
1: anything. I hope <laughs> Owen would maybe join in on this discussion. Oh, okay, because the question that we're asking Owen is. How could a the culture of a race of a people like the let's say the Hispanic culture? Mm -hmm. How could the Hispanic culture? How much does it differ from say something like the nerd culture?
0: We're waiting on Owen feedback. I mean, obviously they're so different because. I mean, well, maybe not. I think it's just are, history
1: that separates it, it right? It does,
0: because if you think about nerd culture, there are still marginalized people in that marginalized group. Like, there are nerds of color yeah. and, and the LGBTQ nerds. So it's like, it's, it, there's still marginalization I guess it would be the that. same as
1: saying, like, could religion be a culture? Interesting. Yeah, I guess it is. And I and I feel like because it's something that you can choose to adopt, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: a Hispanic culture is something that you inherit by being Hispanic or Mexican.
0: I yeah, like, I feel like family's the difference. Yeah, yeah, family. Ellen's right, you're born into it. You're born into it with. Whereas nerd culture, you don't really have a choice. It's something you're drawn
1: to. So what if you're white and therefore have no culture? <laughs> so me, you, <laughs> couldn't you? Just decide I'm going to adopt nerd culture as my culture yeah. and raise your children that way. I guess there's already people doing it. Yeah, totally. There's people who put tr- Spock ears on their baby or yes. a, a Yoda beanie and they're like this I'm molding this kid to be a nerd basically. Yeah. So there so you could in a familial way adopt the nerd culture as your culture.
0: Yeah, but just don't name your baby Thor. <laughs>
1: I, for the longest time, I if I was going to have a kid, I wanted to either name it Bilbo or <laughs> Cornelius.
0: <laughs> Cornelius is so cute, little yeah, corny, corny.
1: And yep. of course, if I had a girl, it would be named Zira.
0: Oh, that's actually a beautiful name.
1: I love that name.
0: I wanted to name my kid Dexter, but not from Dexter Morgan, from sure, Dexter's lab.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I want to name my daughter DD. D-D. 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 VD
0: That's my impression of Texas. That's pretty good. D D Lily, get to the laboratory. Yeah, kind of like, like that. that.
1: Um, I miss that cartoon. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Do you, you're not really a cartoon person.
0: No, but it I makes used me sad. I, I I me too. It makes me sad. It's just not. It doesn't hold my attention. Like, like I, I want to take.
1: I want to go see Finding Dory with you, and I want to see Zootopia with you, and I want to go see. Moana or Mona or whatever the fuck it's called. Moana, but like you're like, eh, it's okay. No, it's not, that but it's I, like you're not into it really.
0: I'm not. I'm not. I just in my head there are so many other movies that I want to see.
1: Yeah, like well, you're I am very so into, into artsy. Into- yeah, independent I am. movies. am. I yeah. am. That's great.
0: But I think there's room for both in our lives, Steve. Like I yeah. think I, we watched Utopia. We did the watch Utopia, and it was wonderful. Yeah, I liked it. It's yeah. just the initial like. Oh, now I have to watch something that I was never planning on watching. Right. But it's not the actual sitting down and watching. Because, you know, I'll watch any movie and I'll probably like it.
1: Well, you got me to watch Gilmore Girls, which is something that, like, in my estimation of my own life, would not in a million years ever happen.
0: And I'm a little bit bummed about how it turned out because we watched an episode or two of the actual show. And I'm happy that you got to see and that. And then you
1: threw me right into and the Netflix. And then I threw you one.
0: right into the Netflix special, and it was fucking garbage. Well, I, it's interesting see? to me
1: how people, and we won't get into spoilers here. If you guys are trying to watch it, yeah, the yeah, new yeah. season, we're on. not going to c- talk about that at all. But I will say this: I'm finding that there's definitely a divide from Gilmore Girls fans who are who have now watched the Netflix show mm-hmm. and like either hated it or loved it. And from my perspective, I watched literally two episodes of the original Gilmore Gilmore Girls show Mm -hmm. and then and then we watched the first Netflix special and to me I noticed absolutely no difference
0: that's because you never saw the entire you just saw the vibe but isn't that weird
1: though because because
0: aesthetically it's exact it's down to every single person that's basically ever been on the show was in the, the miniseries. So if you saw someone from an epi- the episode that you saw, then you would have seen them in this special. So
1: you're saying on a, it's all, it's purely on an aesthetic level that I felt like they were exactly the same. Yes. Well, that's untrue because I felt like the stories from the first two episodes <laughs> were like, this is suddenly Gilmore, guys. The, that's the, fine. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. The, the aesthetic, I feel like the story structures and elements, the story elements of the first two episodes were like okay I get it it's gonna be like the trials and tribulations of a mother and her daughter and we're gonna get like the daughter liking boys and dealing with high school shit and then we're gonna also get the mother dealing with 30 something late 20 something adult stuff so I understood the dynamic instantly it's brilliant
0: you didn't because it was reverse that though it was right dynamic was a young high school girl who is actually the mom in the relationship. And then you have the 32-year-old mother who is the child in the relationship. So it's it makes it right. interesting.
1: Okay, sure. But it's still like you're getting two types of shows in, in one. one. Yes. Which is brilliant, which I understand is the charm of the show, which sure. is great. It's brilliant, and I applaud them. That's an amazing device, and I wish I had thought of it. It's great. But I noticed no difference between that structure thematically and story-wise from the first two episodes of the show and the Netflix special Mm -hmm. so not only was it an aesthetic thing it was also like a story structure thing yeah so why is that though is it and also as a Gilmore Girls fan
0: yeah
1: how do you feel the first season even fits into like the favorites of the Gilmore Girls show and how many seasons are there
0: there were seven seasons total
1: so and not counting the Netflix no So, where does season one fit in there? Because I think I have a point to make here about your, it. Finish your point. Well, we're... how does season one fare in the echelon of Gilmore Girls fandom? Are people like, season one is the best fucking
0: season of this show? No, it, it's not. No one's okay. about a certain season, except seasons, no one liked season seven that much.
1: Okay. But how that's similar? just
0: because the original creators weren't involved in season
1: seven. Which is crazy to me. It cause is Because I didn't realize that. Yeah. But I guess it happened to Dexter, too. And that's why Dexter ended up sucking real bad. Yeah. But, um, and True Detective, for that matter. But um, Gilmore Girls, how does season seven compare to the Netflix season?
0: They're a little bit similar. Wow. Interesting. Which is, which is crazy because the creator uh, of the show in general, said, they claim, and I don't know if it's true or not, they said that they never watched season seven. Interesting. They refused. They were so bitter about it that they refused to watch it.
1: But that could just be them saying that and it's not true.
0: Yeah. Maybe they didn't. I don't mm. know. But Interesting. But as far as the characters' motivations, it's very similar to season seven. Because season seven was about selfish decisions and about refusing to grow up. And the Netflix special was about just that.
1: Mm. So it was almost like either they wanted, they liked it so much they wanted to do it themselves or they just organically chose to do a similar story. But don't you think at one point someone The story wasn't
0: similar in the Netflix special. It was very different. Mm. What I'm saying is, aesthetically, it was all similar to Mm. what you've seen, but it was not the same tone. It wasn't even the same tone. Interesting. It was like they had... it was <laughs> it was like they were cryogenically frozen like the actors and then they were put back on set and they slowly had to unfreeze
1: oh so you think if they had another season or something then then it would be better
0: no I just think that all the actors were rusty because they hadn't done it in a while and I think
1: well that's what I'm saying so, you, I, so I'm saying give them another gro- one no
0: and I think everyone's grown oh, up so and that's out of different, it. no yeah. I think it's I think it's Like, Lauren Graham is a brilliant actress. Like, on Parenthood, she fucking killed it. And I think Gilmore Girls is such a specific style that it's not going to be like any other TV show. So if you're sitting and working on another TV show like Parenthood for years and years, to have to come back to that style of acting is going to be very very different, especially now you're an established dramatic actress.
1: Was Parenthood done by the same people who did Gilmore Girls? No. Oh, okay. What did the Gilmore Girls people do after Gilmore Girls?
0: I'm going to be honest. I have no idea. No idea. Hmm.
1: Hmm. The point I was trying to make is, is that you don't like cartoons really and I don't like that kind of stuff but you watch cartoons for me and I watch Gilmore girls for you. Yeah. And that's that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And like and honestly I would watch more Gil- Gilmore girls with you but th- I think there's a fundamental part of that show that will never go away that really bothers me. I know. Yeah.
0: Does everyone else need to know this, or are we going to keep that?
1: I mean, if you want to know, I can tell you what it is.
0: Your child molester roommate?
1: <laughs> well, actually, wasn't my roommate. It was Owen's – it was our mutual friend's roommate. But that's actually not it. What? That's actually gone now. I don't care about that. I, I'm an adult now. <laughs> the fundamental problem I have is with the dialogue.
0: What, what's your problem? It's
1: just – incredibly unnatural yeah and distractingly so yeah to the point where it's like
0: that was the biggest reason why I never got into the show because whenever my sister would watch it when it was air when it was on tv I was like this show is so stupid and the acting is so terrible and it's unnatural and so I really only got into Gilmore Girls a year ago Steve I was sick (laughs) and I was home from work and I was like fuck it I'm gonna watch Gilmore Girls And from the second it started, I was like, oh my, I get it. I
1: get it now. I do. But I feel like as someone with anxiety, it just seems like the most intense thing you've ever seen. And there's like, their their scenes are like build and build and build and build and build. And there's no breath and there's no moment. But it's like, there's no moment to rest really. Look at Black
0: Mirror. That show is the worst show for anxiety. Um. Yeah, a different type of anxiety.
1: Like, I think Black Mirror has the slow burn anxiety and the, like, fear for your life anxiety and the similarities to life anxiety. Yes, but... But Gilmore Girls has the, like... This this scene needs to stop because it's like too intense. See, I disagree with that. I disagree because
0: once you once you get sucked into Gilmore Girls, you are so invested in these characters that they're like your family. Well, that's why. Yeah, it's like Lorelai's your mom and Rory's your sister, and it's not. It doesn't come from a place of anxiousness. Like you're Mm. not watching it and you're anxious. You're like, oh my gosh. Like I'm, I am I feel for these characters so deeply and I hope everything resolves itself. But it's – and you know it's going to. At the end of the day, you know it's going well, to. Well, that's the
1: thing. You fall in love with so, the characters and you fall in love with their and, – and that's what makes a show good is like the characters are well-written. This isn't like
0: Game of Thrones where you you don't know who's going to die next episode. This is like the same people – for seven seasons and yeah. a mini series on Netflix, but it's like and it, no one's
1: leaving. It's just there's such an air of like pretentiousness.
0: Totally, but in the the, o- the most disappointing thing that's going to happen on the show is Rory fucks someone you don't want her to fuck. Right, like, that's well, the well, and only- then it's just a
1: soap opera at that point. I mean, yeah, but but from but that's just the only real problem I have with the show, and it's like. Like, even in the Netflix special, there was this scene where they were just like going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's the most witty, well put together, insanely well structured.
0: Like I said, dialogue. they were a little rusty. And yeah, it, de- it definitely stuck out like a sore thumb it's in this just, miniseries. Yeah, it's just it, so it was intense. different. It, I'm not going to lie. It was different. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's really the only problem I have with that show. Really. I, I Their I characters are charming. And you, and you know
0: what? You don't have to like it. But. I also did not understand that when I started, and now I get it. Yeah. And I actually really admire that style of writing. It's Aaron sorkin mean, but it's, but it's, it's a femme. It's a femme Aaron Sorkin style.
1: I think my Gilmore Girls is Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like the show that like... I absolutely like love, 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 love. And like Well, that's
0: not the show I absolutely love. I guess love, you're right, because you said skins. you just
1: discovered it. Skins, skins, skins is my your mystery science theater. That's your mystery science theater. I like Skins. I think that's skins a fantastic is show.
0: Fucking incredible. It's amazing.
1: It's 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 got that UK sensibility that like it because just takes Because Americans are pussies. Yeah, it, it takes everything to t- a new yes, level. Yeah. yeah. They push it. They really do push. It was
0: it. literally everything I did in high school was on that show, and nothing that that was on American television. Like Degrassi was not; it was like an after-school special version of what I was doing. And I was so sick of being preached to yeah. about stuff. Yeah. That Skins, like they never, uh, they never like have to justify any of the behavior of the child, and they don't have to like make it into a learning. There's lesson.
1: no lesson, yeah. I mean, there is, but it's like not shoved down your throat like a saved right. by the bell episode or something yeah because when i was a teenager the the there were no shows that kind of spoke to my rebellious my inner rebelliousness because mm-hmm. i never really acted on my rebelliousness but at, at a young age i was like uh catholic school uh church uh what's all this shit soccer practice uh like there was all this stuff where i was just like no and and there wasn't really, like, a show until I got older that I could mm-hmm. be like, oh, my God, this is, like, you can think this way and you can talk this way and you can be this way. Because I grew up with, like, you know, The Wonder Years and, like, I mean, Saved so by the that. Bell and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and The Wonder Years is a fantastic show. And they dealt with adolescence in a really real way. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have the, like guy that wanted to be like an introvert and draw and play with puppets and watch cartoons and like. they
0: also never showed winnie giving kevin a hand job
1: they certainly you didn't. know
0: in middle school that that was going on oh
1: man i didn't get a hand job in middle school oh really no did you give hand jobs in middle school actually
0: no hmm. i didn't it was like ninth grade
1: <laughs> i wasn't being i wasn't sexually active even a little bit until i was like 18. That's okay. Yeah.
0: You had time to blossom.
1: I certainly did. I had time to. And
0: now you're a gorgeous rose bush.
1: <laughs> now we're back to once again the dynamic banter po- podcast format. <laughs> we're 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 respecting the format. Okay,
0: wait. If you could be any flower,
1: what the what fuck? I know right blossom. away. Even though I'm saying what the fuck, can I know I guess? right away. Can I Go I guess? ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on. Take okay. a second.
0: Yeah. Okay. because I know. No, I know.
1: It's intense.
0: You're fucking baby's breath. Incorrect. Boom.
1: Baby's breath always creeped me out. I know. That's why I chose (laughs) When my mom was like, this is baby's breath. It fucking freaked me out. I was like, is my mom a witch? And (laughs) has she found a way to to (laughs) solidify baby's breath and turn it into a flower?
0: Steve. This is so fucked up. But when my mom told me about baby's breath, I thought of dead babies in a dumpster. And I thought people. In a dumpster? I thought people took the baby, like hit them on the back. Got their so last that their bre- breath. Got
1: their last breath and yeah. threw them in the dumpster. <laughs> and then threw their bodies in the dumpster yeah, and, and took their breath and solidified it into a flower.
0: Yeah. What flower I just didn't
1: like that baby's breath was called baby's breath.
0: But it really is a beautiful plant. Why
1: is it called that? Is it because the smell is like so pleasant and it's like, it's like a baby's breath. A
0: baby's breath is not pleasant.
1: Well, but like everyone talks about how like a baby's breath, a baby's breath. You hear people say a baby's breath.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> you don't hear people say that? No, they do. It's like the, they're like this.
1: Uh, this day this is pillow, is like a no, baby's like, breath. This
0: pillow softer than a baby's breath.
1: Yeah. This music album I'm listening to it's On cassette Is than a baby's it's breath baby's breath
0: Yeah I hear that all the time You ever had a
1: handshake That's like a baby's breath
0: Oh yeah But that's a sign of a bad handshake
1: Have you ever kissed someone And felt like they took Your baby's breath away <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you
1: I, I take your baby's breath away <laughs>
0: take my baby's, baby's breath away. away
1: my friend Devin's dad wrote that song nuh yeah.
0: he's a fucking G he's yeah. the, he's he the one that take got, my got my away, away from me
1: Berlin Berlin is the name of the band that performed it and Devin's dad wrote it and oh my oh, god oh. <laughs> oh, I'm turning into a baby's breath <laughs> Um, listen, Ew. I, um, Devin and I would hang out all the time, um, and uh, oh man, I almost got spilled some weird shit, and then we would have gone down a weird road. But oh, forget man. all that Can you shit. Tell
0: me later. Yeah, I
1: guess I don't know. You don't want to hear it. Um, Devin, uh, so Devin and I were friends for a very long time, and we still are. We just not aren't as close, obviously. But I remember being at his house and have him being delivered mail. Which were residual checks for when they would use Take My Breath Away <laughs> in stuff. And it would say what it was. Yeah. And a lot of times it was like Top Gun rerunning on TBS or something. And it played How Take Much My Breath was Away. The residual amount it would for? be like varying amounts. Mm-hmm. Like if it was, sometimes he would get money for when they would play it at an award show or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember he got this crazy check, this crazy, insane one. For when Britney Spears, I think, covered it? Or Christina Aguilera, maybe? Take my breath. Away. <laughs> She's so yeah. breathy. She is very breathy. Oh. That's a good impression yeah, of Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah.
0: Ooh, toxic.
1: <laughs> your eyes went dead when you did that. <laughs> like you, like yeah. I saw what you would look like as a dead body while you did that.
0: Did it take your baby's breath away? It took my breath baby's away? breath
1: away, yeah. Um... Anyway. Which so, flower are you? Um, a Venus flytrap.
0: You're not though. You're too gentle. No.
1: I just I like a Venus. It's like my favorite plant. You're the like Venus an flytrap. orchid.
0: You're an orchid because you remind me of a vagina. <laughs> or like a
1: bird of paradise. I like birds of paradise. You're a
0: bird of paradise. Yeah, I like That those. is so you. Yeah.
1: That might be my favorite flower, maybe. I don't know. I, I like how they look. They remind me of the tiki room.
0: I like it too. Yeah, you're such a you're such a little bird. Of there paradise.
1: was a, a song I used to listen to, a novelty song on Doctor Demento, and it was like about the bird of paradise, and it was like, "May the bird of paradise fly up your nose." Oh, and I'm sure Dr. it means something Demento, awful man. now. Do you know all of Doctor Demento? Yeah, I, maybe we've talked about. We this. have talked. Oh yeah, about you this. used to listen to Doctor Demento. I
0: did. I did. That's
1: crazy to me. Because that was my life, man.
0: That was mine too. I
1: loved Doctor Demento. I have cassette tapes at my parents' place, just front to back recorded episodes of Dr. Demento live on the air.
0: That's cool. Like I loved it. I loved it so much. Me too.
1: Good songs. Good That's stuff. right. Cause we would listen to stuff like they're coming to take me away mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. forgot Poisoning about that.
0: Poisoning Pigeons in the Park. Yeah. The Element song. The
1: Element song is so fucking fish heads. good. Every time. I love Fish Heads. It's a great you song. You like
0: the uh, Star Trek what's it? Star Trekking? Star Trekkin across, across the, the universe. universe. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh there's this song uh oh the Elements song. It's the most brilliant song I think. It's yeah. so brilliant. I agree. Cuz it's just like who's the artist? It's the guy that did Tom Lear? And maybe it's Tom Lehrer, yeah. I don't know. He's the guy that does yeah like Poisoning Pigeons and the y- Park. Then yeah it is. Um but the Elements song is so fucking good. It's just It's so well structured, and I'm jealous of how good it is.
0: You could, you do write songs like that, but. I don't
1: know, maybe.
0: If you sat down and tried.
1: Maybe I could make something like that. I think Hmm. you can
0: make a whole album of those kinds of songs.
1: I want to. I just don't have the fucking time for it. I believe in you. Time. Time has left me like a baby's breast. Breast.
0: Baby's breast, register. Baby's
1: breast flowers. Do you like baby's breast? Yeah. Fine. Now, do I have to guess what flower you are?
0: No, I'll just tell you. Okay, tell me. I'm a fucking cactus.
1: <laughs> well, you are a prick. I know. There it is. Good night. That's my time. All right. Tip your weights down. Well,
0: thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> you feel like you're a cactus? Do you really feel like you're a cactus? But There's like, beautiful no, flowers I'm on a like, cactus.
0: I'm like, I'm like a cute little succulent version of a cactus. So I'm like, I'm yeah, like a little, I'm a little succulent. I'm all succulent that you'd get at like Whole Foods outside. <laughs> Or at Home Depot. Home Depot. That's That's better. Yeah. Like, you know, you go out to the plant section and you're like, oh, these cute little things that are like, that have like furry pink on top. It's like a cactus, but it's furry and pink. Isn't it
1: weird how we like. See ourselves? No, it's weird Uh how we just like ripped cactuses out of the desert and like have them in our houses now. It's like kind of the same how we have pets.
0: Yeah, but cactuses are, it's okay. That's okay.
1: Yeah, because you're still kind of, like, taking you're care taking of it, You're taking care of it. It doesn't, doesn't... want to be there, though. It wants to be in the desert.
0: As long as you give it enough sun, yeah. it's okay. Like, it's But fun. I feel like
1: it's no different than, like, putting a dog on a surfboard.
0: It's really different because they don't have feelings. Plants don't have, like,
1: Well, I don't know. Emotional Do we really feelings? know that for sure, though? Because I feel like they've said, haven't they, I feel like even SourceFed did a story on, like, years and years ago about how, like, the smell of grass is actually, like, the screams or something? The screams That's of grass? So,
0: I don't know. I There's mean, like this I new science,
1: scientific observation of that. Have you heard of that, Owen? Yeah, but I mean, they don't have like a central nervous system to be conscious of feeling. Yeah, right. I guess I would just,
0: I'd rather watch grass scream than a fucking lamb. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: When when I chop it up and, and eat I, a nice salad.
1: We've been, uh, Owen and I have been watching Planet Earth Season 2. Yeah. Um, by the way, did you know Zimmer did the music for that? I didn't know that. Fucking Zimmer.
0: Actually, maybe I'm a petrified rose.
1: I like that. Like one that you press into a scrapbook? No, no,
0: no. Like a blue one. Like Beauty and the Beast? No, like a petrified. Is it black or blue? Petrified rose is either black or blue. Mm, I don't know. Have you ever seen a blue rose? Yes. It's not natural, it's dye. So I
1: think. (laughs) It's like flowers getting their hair colored.
0: Yeah, so I'm like that. I'm like a petrified rose. I know what
1: Owen's favorite flower is. What? Owen, oh, I know it. What? I know it.
0: Do I need to guess? I
1: think it's Snapdragons. <laughs> Isn't it? No, I don't know. I would thought you like Snapdragons best because they're nature's puppets. Nature's But puppet. I thought you like snapdragons. I do,
0: but you, that seems can you like- can you repeat that for everyone because Owen just said snapdragons are nature's, nature's puppets. puppets.
1: <laughs> they are. Have you seen? You yeah. can take it and squeeze the sides, and it's like a mouth moving.
0: Well, that's why he said Venus flytrap because that's that is kind of why similar. I said Venus
1: flytrap. Yeah, but it but yeah. I,
0: think, I actually think, and I don't know if Owen wants to hear this because Owen, you are a special person. But I do think you're a daisy
1: because
0: mm. you're wild.
1: Mm. You're wild
0: and All you could grow. You could grow under concrete. And he
1: wants to die.
0: Yeah. <laughs> daisies. Everyone knows that nata- daisies to push are notorious for, for being suicidal.
1: Yeah. Is that true? No, I was saying because <laughs> like you push up the daisies
0: Oh. Gotcha. when
1: you die. Oh, why did they say that? Is there something about a corpse that produces daisies or is it just like they said daisies cuz daisies is a flower that grows out of the ground?
0: Probably that. But all, it could have said pushing they also up roses. Associate with um being crazy. You're, when you're crazy, daisies? You're, well, when you're crazy, you're trapped inside the daisies.
1: Daisies. I'm daisies for feeling blue, lonesome. I don't know. That sounds I'm looking it up right now, why it's pushing up daisies. Can we
0: talk about that gross soda you're drinking?
1: No, dude. You like this, I thought. Here,
0: here's the thing. I, I love like the this. first sip of it, and then it's... Dude,
1: I'm all about it. Whenever I go to Whole Foods, I buy, like, Hipster. a whole new six-pack of this. It's the only place I can find it.
0: It's the only place I can find my asparagus water.
1: How dare you? This is not asparagus water, goddammit. <laughs> this is ginger root beer. <laughs> And it's zero calorie Zevia soda. But the reason why I like it so much is because it's like free of anything. It's literally like like LaCroix. Free of taste. I like the taste. It's a ginger root. It's like, you know what it is? It is
0: better than LaCroix.
1: Well, it's not better than LaCroix. I don't like LaCroix. But I I feel like it's similar to Mm LaCroix. But this one tastes more like a soda, like a sugary soda. And there's zero sugar in it at all. It's great.
0: So there's like no cancer in there?
1: There's no cancer. Then why
0: would I drink it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, it's the closest I can get to drinking soda, and I shouldn't, people shouldn't drink soda. Soda's that's the true. worst fucking thing. Um, pushing up daisies. Maybe this should be a da- uh, um, idioms.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea.
1: Pushing daisies. Hold on.
0: I have a question for you when you're ready.
1: Okay. Why is this being a weird thing? I want the story behind pushing daisies. Oh, here we go. Wiktionary. Pushing up daisies. What's happening here? This is garbage.
0: Steve, um, I'm going to need you to pay attention to me. I'm I'm listening. listening. I just don't think you're paying enough attention to me. (laughs)
1: Uh-oh, listen, uh, oh, here we go. If
0: you wanna see this baby's breath later, I'm gonna need you to pay attention to me. <laughs>
1: um,
0: if you're gonna want this baby's breath on your baby's breath, if you catch my drift, then you're gonna to need to put down your phone.
1: There was a different euphemism we could have used, and the, the, I can't the
0: baby's breath or the pushing to the daisy
1: better than Daisy's breath. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I can't find a good reason really for fast, it. So,
0: what is the funniest baby name, like name for a baby that's like an adult name? What was like, the one Daisy I came up with? Is a Robert. Really, Robert. No, but like Robert. Bill is such oh, a Bill, crazy yeah, name Bill. for a baby. You know
1: what else is Larry? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how I felt about Carl on Walking Dead. I was like. <laughs> I was like every time Carl, I like, yeah, Carl like, is like, not a kid's Carl, name. Carl, I think of an old man.
1: Yeah, oh, I can't find the reason for pushing up daisies. Here we go. The link between daisies and death is much older than the term. The phrase "pushing up daisies" is often linked to Keats, who is attributed as saying, "I shall soon be laid in the quiet grave. Thank God for the quiet grave." Oh. I can feel the cold earth upon me, the daisies growing over me. Oh, for this quiet, it will be my first.
0: Oh, God, I love that
1: poem. Keith's is great. Um, so it says, however, link between daisies and death, uh, particularly innocent death, is much older than that. The Celtic poet Ossian wrote how unborn children would return to the ground as flowers. A woman named Malvina, who was <laughs> mourning the death of her baby's breath... <laughs> <laughs> was consoled by the maidens of King Morven. Wow, history is like Game of Thrones. Malvina was told that her child had turned into a flower with a golden disk, surrounded by surrounded by silvery petals. It supposedly looked like an infant playing in a field. Terrifying. Anne Geddes.
0: Oh my God, Ann Geddes. <laughs> what
1: do you? I want to know what your thoughts on Ann Geddes are in a second the poet
0: or the calendar
1: (laughs) both wait is there a a poet
0: named ann gettys i think so gettys
1: i mean i'm talking about the woman
0: the the woman who takes baby pictures pictures, where
1: they're like in fruit and shit and it's terrifying
0: it always scared the shit out of me not gonna lie but you know it didn't lisa frank
1: lisa frank boy was she fun lisa frank i feel that style you can quote me on this I feel like the Lisa Frank style will end up becoming some kind of nostalgic thing in the in the way that like S- Stranger Things is nostalgic for is. like 80s. Well, I don't see it like, but there's no like, I feel like there's going to be like a Lisa Frank style resurgence.
0: I feel like there already you is. You think
1: so? Yes. I don't see it.
0: Do you don't go to raves.
1: What the fuck? People go to raves still?
0: EDM. Well, EDM. Oh,
1: right. Electric Daisy. You're not into sh- EDM. Shit.
0: Music and so I feel like the Lisa Frank revival hmm. happened with that group.
1: Interesting. So, you think the Ravers took the Lisa Frank? I definitely style? do. I feel like they've always used it though, haven't they? Yeah. You ever seen that movie Go?
0: Mm-mm.
1: You haven't seen Go? No. With Katie Holmes and Jay Moore and like.
0: Have you seen the movie Abandon? No. Then fuck you. Oh
1: shit. Oh, and you remember Go? Yeah,
0: but I never saw it. You never saw Go? Oh my god, calm down. Ooh,
1: we're gonna have a Go night. We're going to have Go Nuts.
0: Go, Let's have a Go like Night. No.
1: We'll have a Go Night. Doug? We'll have Go Nuts. Is that Doug Lyman? I think it is Doug Lyman. Look it up for God's sakes. My yeah. favorite. Oh, maybe not. No, it's not. It's not. But isn't Made after Swingers? I don't know. Now we're just going off on a tangent. Let's get back to these daisies real quick, all right? Do we have to? <laughs> yes. I thought Made was just John Favreau writing and directing. You're right. What is the one that's like Made that happened after Swingers though?
0: I know what you're talking. You know about. what I'm talking yes. about. Yes.
1: Do you like Swingers? It was Made. Well, ma- yeah. I mean, I keep thinking it's Made, but Owen's right. Made was John Favreau's movie, but I think the guy that made Swingers made another movie. Oh, I don't know. That was like Made and Swingers. You like those movies? No. You don't like swingers? No. It's such a guy thing. It it's like a guy, is, guy movie.
0: It's, I, yeah, I really yeah. could not stand it. I
1: feel like people who probably don't like swingers also don't like clerks. Do you not like clerks?
0: Clerks was okay.
1: Clerks is so important.
0: I like stoner culture more mm. than I like mm-hmm. alcohol and Vegas and party and,
1: I don't know. I guess, yeah, I could see that. I liked, I liked, um, uh, swingers a lot because it was like I was so young when I saw it and I was like wow this is like you could be a cool guy and still be into like weird things like wanting to listen to records and go to like the Dresden and listen to Marty and Elaine and stuff yeah like I felt up until that point I felt like in, in order to be cool you had to like sports and like be a man's man but these guys taught me that you could kind of... I mean, they were kind of like hipsters, weren't they? Swingers are kind of like 90s bags. equivalent of hipsters.
0: They were douchebags. I
1: mean, not really. Because one of them was like... Remember there was like a struggling actor or one of them. And then there was like a guy who was just like... One of them was a douchebag. I feel like... um What's his name? Vincent Vaughn. Vince Vaughn's character. Vincent, Vincent Vaughn. Vincent Vaughn. Vincent Vaughn. Saint Vincent Vaughn was the asshole guy. Yeah. But John Favreau's character was not asshole. I think.
0: I couldn't relate. I get enough. It. I totally get it. And if if you can't relate, and you also are not super crazy about the characters, like it's just not. It's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't interest me at all. And if
1: you can't have a baby, then don't have a baby. Yeah. And if you can't raise the baby, if you can't raise a baby, don't have a baby.
0: Well, yeah. All right, Steve, you can get off of your soapbox. <laughs>
1: daisies are thus often a choice of flower to lay on a gravesite and partly because of this and partly because they grow easily with no maintenance
0: can i just say i think i was right in my assessment owens a daisy let's move on
1: and like many flowers flourish in a nutrient-rich soil although bodies are typically well sealed in coffins now this was not always the case they are very commonly found in graveyards the exact origin of the phrase push-up daisies is disputed this site claims that it dates from 1860 but it's a fairly simple step from daisies growing above the bodies of the dead to the idiom.
0: Speaking of idioms mm-hmm. and just like phrases or expressions that you like, what's something? What's one that you like a lot? I have one. When someone says, she's out to lunch. I like that one. Oh,
1: that's a good one.
0: It's a good way of calling someone crazy. She's
1: out to lunch. Man, I, I need time to think that's, of this. Take your time. Yeah, I don't have one. There's a lot of really good ones, though.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really bad ones too. Yeah, oh yeah. Six of one, half a dozen or the other is my least favorite. Six saying. of one,
1: half a dozen half a dozen of the other.
0: It's too many numbers <laughs> and not enough words.
1: It's just someone saying like you're it's like tomato tomato, pretty much.
0: Just say tomato tomato.
1: Yeah. Isn't it exactly you like don't saying need tomato an
0: tomato? An expression that's like six paragraphs long to say tomato tomato.
1: Although I guess it's more intricate than tomato tomato because it's just saying. Yeah, it's you're like saying the, same the exact same thing, but you're just saying then the, say
0: yeah, same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I hate that one, yeah. and it's probably because my mom said it a lot. This is going back to our therapy like, session. I'm just going to blame my mom. For you could
1: blame your mom for everything. It's fine. I like. Um, I guess you could effectively call them like UK idioms. Oh yes, they're the best. Yeah, I love the way British they talk. Slang
0: is the fucking British best. British slang
1: is the best of all the slang. Agreed. Yeah, I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. do You like that movie Snatch or Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? Yeah. You've seen those movies? Yeah. I like those. I like Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels taught me a lot of those weird words they use in like the Cockney mm-hmm. and like even even like the streets. Yeah. Have you seen, and you've seen Attack the Block, right? We talked about Attack the Block. Mm -mm -mm. It's that movie that, it's kind of like an indie monster movie, alien invasion movie. John Boyega is the star. It was like his first movie.
0: Did I tell you about Scum? No. It's spelled like scam. Okay. Uh S-K-A-M. It's like a, I think it's Swedish. Mm -hmm. Or did they shoot it in Norway? I don't know. It's fucking amazing. So apparently, okay. It translates to shame. Okay. And it's apparently like the neck, it's the new skins, except it's clips. It's like, they're like six minute clips and they're all put into one episode. But the way they release it is every season is from a character's perspective. And so if that character goes out and parties at 2 a.m., they release the episode online at 2 2 a.m.
1: Cool. So all
0: of these kids are not going to school. They're not sleeping because they're up waiting for a clip to post at any Whoa. second. And then every Friday, those clips are put together to one episode. And so nobody you could knows wait. when it's happening? No. But you could wait till Friday and see the whole episode oh, or you could just wait for brilliant. the clips. It's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. This show has exploded. And there's like a very prominent gay couple like as like two leads. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is that's amazing. amazing. And it's a sweet, beautiful relationship.
1: And and you don't know if it's normal. Danish or Swedish or it's, something? They, I
0: I want to say it's either... It might be Norwegian.
1: That's cool, man. That's so different and cool.
0: It is. But the vibe is like... I love it like when skins. people do that. I've been watching it and it's fucking amazing.
1: So you... Yeah. So you're just watching it as they've assembled it. Yeah. Have you tried to watch it in the way where you can like know when it happens?
0: No. No. Because it's not in America. Like I, you can't even mm. watch it legally. Like t- I'm not even watching it legally. Like people are posting... Mm. They're making their own subtitles in English for it and oh, putting it into a Dropbox. Oh, like so people are hasn't... looking at other people's Dropbox links.
1: Wow, I wonder how long it'll take. I a... know went for Americans to be like, "Holy shit, this is brilliant! Let's do our version, or let's like totally. syndicate it here on HBO or something."
0: Well, that's what I'm trying to make with my friend right now. Like we we're, we're making a teen, not drama. We're doing a satire, but eventually I would like to make a teen drama that's like Skins. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get inspiration from all these shows. That's and this brilliant. show is so good. Steve. Yeah. But I am learning a lot of slang. And like, they have this thing. I guess it's Norway. I suppose it's Norway because they have this thing called a Rust bus, which is like at the end of the year or at the end of high school, maybe it's like junior or senior year. You know how you have like a graduation party yeah. or like a grad night? Mm-hmm. So all of these cliques rent out these buses that they party in. All night long. In
1: the bus? Like parked?
0: They party in like parked buses. And like you... It's kind of like a sorority fraternity thing. But in high school, so you... Like if you're cool, you get into a Russ bus.
1: Nice. And and you and your
0: group has like a bus. But it's not like a a night. It's like they party in that bus for like a week or something.
1: What the fuck? Yeah. Cool. And so there's like a whole episode based on that or something?
0: Well, the first season is based on like trying to become cool enough to maybe potentially get into a Rust bus by the end of high school.
1: How long is a season of this?
0: Um, I don't know. And how long are the episodes? episodes. Uh, I've been watching them in clips. So it's like two six-minute clips.
1: Wow, that's crazy. What a weird concept. I'm into it. It's such
0: a weird concept, but it's so crazy how it's so different over there. And I was reading up, I I had to look up what a Rust bus was because I was so curious about it. But apparently last year... It got so out of hand that they like started banning rust buses because kids were getting too out of control. Are
1: you serious? Yeah. Wow. And it wasn't just created by this show. It's just no, no, no. it's something it's that thing. actually exists. It's a, like a
0: tradition. Hmm. It's a rite of passage. But those kids were they party so hard over there and just anywhere but America. Like we are, we are such pussies compared (laughs) to to every other country as far as drinking and partying yeah
1: and the age of consent yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we've we've chewed through an hour pretty quick are you serious yeah damn we've made it to the hour mark which means um man i'd love to just keep talking about this shit and talk about pushing up the daisies and all that garbage I, i'm but done
0: with that topic. we'll have
1: you back i'm sure because we've already had you yeah. we've we've already had you that's
0: true we've
1: had you on the show before but we've never had you one-on-one like this That's been the, real the, the first and only time you were on this show was with andrew delman i
0: know that was a great episode
1: uh okay so let's do history road i'm ready owen are you ready Guys, Owen's here, and he's going to play the piano. It's been a long time since we've done a piano history road, and I'm very excited about it. And I wish Mike were here, but me too. I'm glad you're here.
0: I actually don't wish he was here, because then I wouldn't be here at That's all. true.
1: And I don't wish he were here for that exact reason. Oh. But I wish he were here, and we could still do this somehow.
0: Well... Is there a certain part where I just start reading it, or do I wait for Owen to give me a (laughs) No, I'm going to give
1: you this. Right. Um, In fact, how about I set you up?
0: Set me up, please.
1: This uh, history road comes from Rob McPherson, and he says, Hi, guys. My name is Rob McPherson from Southampton in the UK. I put together a little history road for you entitled, Hey, That's Not My Name. Oh, bless. I hope you enjoy it. Bree, do you want to read this in an accent? Since he's from Ooh, the U.K.? I don't know, maybe. A new British accent? I did one I'll earlier try. that was like Tim Curry from Rocky Horror. All right, I'll
0: try.
1: As I am proud to the hands of the Davey But anyway, here we go. You want to try? You want to yeah, try with an accent? I'll try. All right, well, here we go. Brie is reading this story from Rob McPherson called, Hey, That's Not My Name. As I
0: approach the host of the Davy Copperfield's Memorial Sports Bar and Grill. I'm filled with a sense of existential dread. How in the gosh dang heck did I end up in this fine old mess? He greets me with a reluctant smile and a sigh. Hey there, fancy Dan, can I get you a table? His name tag reads, Toby. I've never met Toby, I didn't immediately dislike. Oh well, here goes nothing. Sure, thanks, and hey, my name isn't Dan. We aren't going to have a problem here, are we, Toby? Let's not start off on the left foot here. I don't want any funny business. He laughs and walks over to me... Oh, he laughs and walks me over to his seat at the bar. Classic Toby. This isn't even a table. The barman asks, What's your poison, Pistol Pete? What is it with these guys assuming they know my name? I'll have a couple of boy gentlemen. And hey, (laughs) my name isn't Pete. We aren't going to have a problem here. Are we, Toby? Do they have boy gentlemen in the UK? I'm so confused. His name tag reads Tony. I always like Tony. Let's not start start off on the wrong page here. I don't want any trouble. Tony the bar. (laughs) Can I? Wait, pause. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: We can pause. What are you, What's wrong?
0: Lost my spot. Oh, okay. Tony, the bar boy, whistles a sweet tune and pours out a frosty leel boy for me to sip. Can we get a tune, Owen? Can we? Can we get you whistling a little tune?
1: Can you whistle along, Owen?
0: Can you risk? Can you whistle "Africa" by Toto?
1: Is there supposed to be whistling in this part of yes. the song? Yes. Go for it, Owen. Whistle for us, please.
0: Is that Africa by Toto? I ask. What now? Tony replies. Africa by Toto. Is that what you're whistling there? I've never met him, says Tony, shooting me a look saltier than a sailor's pit. The neon lights flicker and hum. A cacophony. I don't know how to say it in a British accent. Cacophony. In a British accent? A
1: cacophony.
0: Cacophony! I feel like they would say the.
1: Cacophony. Like how they say garage? Yes. I see.
0: A cacophony. No, it doesn't work.
1: A cacophony!
0: Of, hmm, what is that? And, never mind. The barman pours himself a steamy cup of Jose. (laughs) Puts me (laughs) off my gentleman.
1: A bottle of red, a bottle of Jose.
0: Coffee liqueurs tend to give me the death rattles. Three Red Bulls a Perhaps a bottle of Jose instead. Tend to make the heart flutter when in the presence of caffeine. Sweet nectar. Nectarine daydream. Caffeine. Too much overindulgence has given me a distaste for the buzz. Steph doesn't show up. Third time this month she's flaked on a date. Always something coming up or... I'm running late, I swear I'll be there soon... It's fine. She got run over by an Uber or a lift or something a couple of months ago.
1: An elevator? Maybe. No, a lift. Yes. A lift. L Y F T. Yes. Not a lift where I can go to the nineteenth floor.
0: Right. It's as good as an ex- it's as good an excuse as any. We had just seen a triple bill of somebody's eaten Gilbert's grapes. <laughs> I didn't love the idea of watching a young Leonardo DiCaprio son. Mope. <laughs> I mean, that's brilliant.
1: Leonardo Capri Dick, sounds great,
0: yeah. Dick Capri son. All right. Dick Mope. Capri. Sun. And wine about how someone ate his fruit three times over, but we had a great time. We, he should have said we had a great time. Mm. We grabbed a couple of hot diggity dogs on the way out. Come to think of it, when I told the guy at the stand to give me the work, some darn doggy, he said, You got it, slick Rick, coming right up, quick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i told him hey man my name isn't rick we aren't going to have a problem here are we padre let's not get a let's not start off on the wrong right let's don't give me no let's not get off on the back foot there. <laughs> <laughs> what i don't have much time for that that's what it said i swear to god that's what it said. really i swear here let me read that sentence again okay let's not get a let's not start off on the right let's don't give me no let's not get off on the back foot here i don't have much time for that. <laughs> where was i right the dogs so we were having some hot dogs and out of nowhere boom mustang with great big pink mustache jumps up onto the pavement smashes the hot dog cart meat flying all over the place and snaps steph's leg into a dangly spaghetti limb What's worse is seeing that made me ralph all over Steph's dress. It's not really a surprise she didn't want to see me again, considering that's probably the best date we ever had. Especially if you consider our our first date where we went to Disneyland, but we had to leave because she had a terrible bumblebee allergy and the small world ride had been overrun by a tyrannical queen that that took a dislike to Steph's sorry for party rocking (laughs) t-shirt.
1: Creative.
0: This accent is hard with all this. (laughs) Alright. After being stood up by a lady who can't even stand up, I finished my frosty small gentleman and (laughs) headed home. I put on some Lou Reed, a great choice, and cried for a couple of hours, then went out and had a real long nap. (laughs)
1: Oh, went and had a real (laughs) long nap. nap. Do-do, 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 like Mr. Do-do, Reed
0: said in that song about having a do-do, really do-do, great day do-do, do-do,
1: do-do. oh
0: I'm sorry. glad that you were with me when I had that really great day was it
1: such and, a yes, perfect day you know I'm that happy song right oh
0: you were around PS Congrats to Mike and Zoya and I'm loving the wrestling Fred stuff you boys are the cream of the crop and now I feel bad because I I think I think this person wanted Mike to read it.
1: Well he he's, That's not what he got Such a perfect day I'm glad I'd it with you Such a perfect day You just keep me hanging on You just keep me hanging on do, 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 do. Oh no Do you not know that part? Do, doodle doodle do. <laughs> Oh That's it.
0: Oh, Owen, you're just a mad genius. Owen, you're not a daisy. I was wrong about you. You're so much more.
1: He's a rose.
0: No, I wouldn't go that far. He's a
1: chrysanthemum.
0: What's our flower? Our state flower? The poppy? <laughs> yeah. California Is it? poppy. California poppy, yeah. Owen, you're a California Isn't it, Owen? Pippy.
1: Owen, you're a... You're a poppy. Owen, you're the popo, my Papa, papa roach. <laughs> <laughs> California. Owen, suffocation. No breathe No breathing? Yeah. Don't give up. <laughs> Stop bleeding. bleeding. Yeah, the California poppy. Apparently, it's against the law to even pick them in California. Yeah,
0: but I love to break the law. That's such a good <laughs> law to break. Hey, let's pick go it. pick the state flower, man. What'd you get
1: in for, man? I picked a poppy. I stole a baby's breath. <laughs> what did you do?
0: I also stole a baby's breath.
1: Well, goddamn it. We should be best friends.
0: What's your name?
1: Dang. Dang it.
0: No way, man. Hell yeah. Mine's Dong It. What? Yeah.
1: Welcome to Dang It and Dong It, the new podcast. Oh my God. People would hate us. Yes, they would. Um, Well, thank you very much, Graham Chapman. What was your name again? I thought you were about to say Clam Chowder. Clam Chowder. Graham Norton. Graham, Graham Rob McPherson. (laughs) It's a completely, thank you, Rob McPherson. And thank you, Owen, for playing the piano over there. It was beautiful. What a great piece. What did you call that one? Owen, what did you call that piece of music?
0: Is my sweet dog anywhere around
1: here? Yeah, she's resting on the couch, probably Lee. All right, well, thank you, Bree, for being our guest host. Thanks for having what us. What a sleep. wonderful time I had with you.
0: I know. We had some revelations. We, had, we admitted some things out loud. Suffocation. That we kept secret. Had we? I mean. My
1: feelings on Gilmore Girls? Oh, you're talking about our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, a lot of people already know. Well, yeah. Because if they follow our Instagram, they, they see we post pictures of each other a lot. And sometimes in warm embrace.
0: But I've been hurt in the past. As of you. Uh-huh.
1: As yeah, of you. it's true. So you're just trying to tread lightly is what you're saying?
0: I just don't think that my personal life is really anyone's business anymore. But God bless. But now I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> now it is. Now Unfortunately, it is. it's Here out we there.
1: Go. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, it's a very different one, isn't it? Well, next time, I'm sure Mike will be back. So... Um, <laughs> You're welcome. So you're welcome. Uh but I want if you guys want to follow Brie on Twitter or Instagram, her Twitter is just at Bree S Rig. B R E E E S S R I G.
0: And say one here. What? I have a little jingle. It's B R Triple E Double S R I G because it's the easiest way nice.
1: to I used to say with Steve Zaragoza or with Stevie Z is a guarantee.
0: No, you didn't. I used to. Well, I'm glad you don't.
1: Candy is candy. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you would like to send us your history roads, you can do so by sending sending them to the dynamicbanter at gmail.com email address. And also, we'd love it if you'd rate and review the podcast on iTunes. You just type in Dynamic Banter up in that search there. Give us as many stars as you'd like, one to five, and write up a little blurb if you'd like, just to show that you guys appreciate the show. And uh, that's that.
0: Come say hi. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Creepy, I just, dude. I just really wanted to close it out with something different and special. Come say hi. <laughs> come, say hi. come say hi. Come say hi.
1: That's my favorite Anya song. Come,
0: come, say say come, say <laughs> come say hi.
1: Come say hi. Come say hi. Come say hi. Come say hi. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed having the Orinoco flow stuck in your head now.